earth are my tweezers. I mean, I was just using the tweezers moments ago. Why? I, 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 I use the tweezers, I do a little tweezing. Or is it, is it tweezering? Am I, when you're using tweezers, are you the tweezer or is the tweezer the tweezer and you're the tweezerer? Is it, is it, do you, are you tweezing or are you tweezering? Or are you the tweezy is the, or, you know, like when you, when you, when you tweeze the hair out of your skin, are you, are you tweezering or tweezing? (sighs) I use the tweezers. I put them right back on the bathroom counter and then and then the tweezers in like a second they disappear maybe i should like have a tweezer drawer or like a like a tweezer box or a a tweezer cabinet you know this is nothing specific with trevor david houchin and I can't find my tweezers. Well, who, who came up with the name Tweezer? Anyway, is there somebody named Mr. Tweez? Or maybe it was a woman. You know, why, why should I assume it was a man who invented the Tweezer? You know, maybe it was a woman, Mrs. Tweezer. Or maybe, maybe the, 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 you know, maybe, maybe her name was just Tweez. And when she started tweezering, she decided to call it the Tweezer. But you have to ask yourself, why? Like, why, why wasn't it just called the hair puller outer? Why the Tweezer? You know what I mean? You know, I, I don't know, I don't know. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about becoming a farmer. So here's the thing, right? Farmers farm, tweezers tweeze, right? So why don't cars car? You know, you get in your car and you drive your car, but farmers farm. Why did they change the whole format for certain verbs? Why? Why did they do that? It's inconsequential. So, you know, I've got this fascination with farming, you know? I, I don't know why it is, but recently I'm thinking a lot about becoming a farmer and I have no idea why because I don't really like animals and you know that's a really difficult thing to admit that I don't like animals because a lot of people you know they think if you don't like animals you're some kind of sociopath like you're some kind of I don't know, you know, psychopathic, sociopathic, satanic person if you don't like animals. But, you know, my question is, what's to like about animals? They don't, you know, they don't give you any money. You know, they don't drive you anywhere. They don't help you pick out your clothes when you've got a job interview what's so good about animals I it's I I could never really figure it out you know they're dirty 
you know what I mean? They're not that clean, you, you know, they're, you know, they don't know any good places to go eat. They're definitely not really very good conversationalists. Uh, yeah. You're on a farm. And the thing about being on a farm and animals is at some point you've got to kill all the animals, right? You don't just... Like farmers, when they're on their farm, are the, are the animals pets or are the animals food? Which one? Which one is it? And then at some point, you, you, like I said, you've got to kill them. And I just don't think I could do that. You know what I mean? I, how do you do it? Like with chickens, imagine. Imagine chickens, right? Like one night you decide you... You know, you've got like a chicken coop. You know? Another question is, how come the chicken coop isn't called a chicken cooper? Right? Like a tweezer. It's a tweezer. It tweezes. And then the chicken coop... Why isn't it called a chicken cooper? It coops the chickens. Am I right? Am I wrong? So one night you're hungry. You've got like a chicken cooper full of chickens. And then you decide you want to eat one of the chickens. And then what? Like, do you, do you go out to the chicken coop and you choose one of the chickens to kill? Like, how do you do that? Which which chicken do you, do you decide to deprive of its life so you can eat it? How do you choose the chicken to murder is what I'm asking. It seems barbaric. And then what do you do? You just grab the chicken and what you you wring its neck is that how you is that how farmers kill the chickens do they wring the chicken's neck or do they shoot the chicken I, you know i you know i i i have no idea or do they like i don't know give the chicken like a bunch of sedatives and wait wait there until the chicken ODs on the sedatives and then they just bring it inside and cook it? How does it work? How does it work? You know, I, you know the other animals too, like the, the, the pigs. How do you, how do you just grab the pig and what do you do? Do you like wrestle the pig to the ground? Like get get the pig in a headlock and wrestle until the pig suffocates? I, but still, for, for whatever reason, I've got this fascination with becoming a farmer. Doing some farming. You know, growing vegetables I guess you know you, you plant some seeds but then you know the question is where do you get the seeds which comes first the seed or the vegetables how do you get the vegetable without the seed but if you've already got the seeds then that sort of you know um, the idea is that the seed precipitates the vegetable, but if you've got the seed, then what that means is at some point you already had the vegetable. So what's the point of planting more seeds if you've already got the vegetables? Is that how it works? I, I, I have no idea. Still, though, I've, you know, like I said, I've got this fascination with becoming a farmer lately. Um, you know, I, the cows, the milking of the cows, which, you know, for me, because I'm lactose intolerant, um, I don't think 
milking cows is something that I could do because I, you know, I can't drink the milk. But on the other hand, how do you define yourself as a farmer if you don't have cows and if you're not milking them? So I guess I would just get a bunch of cows and milk them and just throw the milk away. But I've, 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 I've fulfilled my responsibility as a farmer by having the cows, I think. I'm not, not really 100% sure how it all goes down, but still, I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking a lot about farming. Um, I remember back in college, I, I, I studied Taekwondo for a while. And I was actually pretty good at it. I wouldn't consider myself like the karate kid or anything like that. Mr. Miyagi. Um, I'm, I'm recently I'm watching Cobra Kai, which is kind of a reboot of the karate kid. And it's actually pretty good. I, I've got a soft spot in my heart for Ralph Macchio. But who doesn't, right? Who doesn't have... A soft spot in their heart for Ralph Macchio. Um, yeah, I've been watching Cobra Kai, and it's actually pretty good. You know, the soundtrack is 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 a bunch of '80s rock, but the movie, the, the the program, I think, is set in the present day because I was watching it the other day, and I saw a Prius in 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 the background. Um, and I don't think they had Priuses in the 80s, but the show seems to be set in the 80s because of the music, um, and the way people talk, act, talk, act, and talk, act, and dress, you know, the thing is talk, right? There's a verb, talk, here's another verb, act, but if, if you think about it, you have to ask yourself, why does talk have no T, but act does, right? The way the actors talk, I guess because actors has a T on it, but something about it, the word act makes me just want to say act. You know, the way the people in the film talk, act <laughs> and behave. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you know, all of that is neither here nor there. The point being, after the Cobra Kai uh, program, I decided to watch something a little bit different. I, I decided to watch Being John Malkovich. And what happened to John Malkovich? He, he was kind of the go-to actor's actor of, uh, this, was, it, was it the 70s? Was it the 80s? When, when was John Malkovich famous and why is another question. Was he Batman? For some reason, I feel like John Malkovich was in one of these Batman movies. He seems like the kind of actor who would be in Batman but I don't actually think he was in Batman. Maybe he was in Poltergeist. That seems like another movie that John Malkovich would be in. But as I replay the movie on the silver screen of my brain, I don't see John Malkovich anywhere in Poltergeist either. So... Was John Malkovich in Back to the Future? Was he in Rocky? Jaws? Star Wars? Blazing Saddles? What movie was John Malkovich in? How did he become famous? Very, very, very mysterious. 
I wonder if John ever thinks about becoming a farmer. You know, there's a lot of actors like uh, Harrison Ford. You know, he's famous for owning a big ranch in Wyoming. Lots of actors become farmers. Maybe that's the connection between me and wanting to farm. Uh, you know, I you know, when I was a kid growing up in New York, I never, ever thought about farming. I wasn't a farmy kind of kid. I, 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 I was a kind of kid who I read comic books. I played wiffle ball. You know, I stole money out of my mom's purse. Just normal stuff. And, you know, I, I, I never really considered being a farmer. And when I was growing up in New York, we, we, we never had any opportunity to go to any farms. I, I, I think the first time I saw a goat in real life was about three weeks ago when my friend Fred drove us out to a farm I guess it was about 40 miles south or west or southwest of Atlanta he was he, he went out to this farm to go buy a couple of desks from this lady who had put an ad on Craigslist that she was selling these desks so Fred and I drove to this farm and she had goats and pigs and cows and chickens and she had these desks for sale but I was fascinated with the, the, the farm life she also said that she cultivated bees is, is that what you do with bees you cultivate them or she said she was I don't know, harnessing bees? Is, is, that, is that what you do with bees? You harness them? I don't know. Cultivate, harness. Uh, she was developing bees, producing bees. I don't know. How do you, what's the word, what's the verb for someone who has a, a dresser drawer with thousands of bees inside in them and regardless she 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 had all these bees and she said that she was growing honey is is that what is that how you what do you how do you get the honey from the bees what's that called growing honey or a manufacturing honey no that can't be right because to manufacture something you need machines and all she had was a dresser drawer with you know 10,000 bees in there and how do you do that what do you how do you get the honey from the bees do the bees lay the honey or do they spin the honey I don't know I don't know I I hate all these questions and then of course looming in the back of my mind behind all of this is the fact that I don't know where my tweezer is I've had that tweezer for 25 years I've had it forever and I've lost it a thousand times I'm sure it'll turn up sometimes it turns up in my car sometimes it turns up on the back porch sometimes it turns up you know underneath the sink but I looked in all those places and it I just couldn't find it which is really it's mind-boggling what am I gonna tweeze with now how am I gonna tweeze the hairs out of my face maybe I just won't maybe I just won't tweeze the hairs maybe I'll just leave them in there and see if I can grow like a big Abraham Lincoln you know mustache and beard beards are in style these days you know everywhere you turn every guy's got like a big 
you know, big giant lumberjack beard. I, you know, where do styles develop? Who's who's the who's the second guy to say, hey, I like that guy's beard. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna grow a beard myself. I don't I don't you know things like this boggle my mind and then you have to ask yourself does that mean that things like this are mind bogglers bogglers do you do do you have any bogglers that boggle your mind is your mind boggling or or is your mind Boggling. I can't stand it. I didn't go to the gym today. I just I woke up and my neck and my shoulders were just on fire with pain. Just you know, shooting hot flames of pain pulsating through my neck and my shoulders. So I decided not to go to the gym and Instead, I went to go get my tire fixed because on my car, the tire light comes on about once every 10 days as if the air is just kind of seeping out, you know, and this is this is mind boggling to me as well. You know, how or why does the air choose to seep out of the tire the tire is enclosed it's a self-enclosed self-sustaining rubber uh, contraption is the tire rubbering is it you know this is a real word it's rubbery the tire is rubbery it's rubbery what kind of word is that? Rubbery? What kind of word is that? You know, rubberu? Rubberip? These words are just crazy, man. Who thought of these words? Here's another strange word for you. Here's another strange word luggage. Hey, how much luggage do you have? Oh, I don't have much luggage. I've just got a few luggages. Is 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 that the plural of luggage? Luggages, and 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 when you're bringing your luggage, for example, like onto the airplane, are you luggaging? Luggaging? I don't know. One of my favorite words, though, is the word wool you know because the word wool it doesn't really have an ending does it wool and there's not much separation between the the o sound and the l sound wool i mean you can just say the word wool and it sounds almost identical to wool you know what I mean? I guess the wool, the L kind of gives the word some closure, I guess. Hey, what kind of sweater is that? Oh, it's wool. I, I don't know. I think it's a strange word, you know. The, the whole language, the whole business of language is an interesting um, concept. Another thing that I find interesting is how at certain moments of your life, there are things that you love to eat. And then in other moments of your life, you just don't eat them anymore. For for example, I used to be a cherry Pop-Tarts fanatic. Oh my God. I mean, I, I, I used to think cherry Pop-Tarts were like the most perfect food 
in the world you know what i'm saying i mean like think about it bread right bread is ubiquitous it's bread is a ubiquitous food it's it's all over the world everyone eats bread everyone you know you can toast it and put stuff on it butter and jelly and peanut butter and you know if you're from australia you can put that you know that vegemite stuff and if you're european the europeans like nutella both of which are disgusting just absolutely disgusting but you know i used to you know bread it's perfect it's close to perfect you know waffles here's another perfect food right like almost perfect you can eat waffles for dinner i had a friend of mine named coltrane i had two brothers growing up in new york cole cole and his brothers lots lots of times they had waffles for dinner and i was so jealous that their parents let them eat waffles for dinner all right so waffles and bread these are two near perfect foods but neither waffles nor bread have anything inside them you know there's no filling inside them both waffles and bread you've got to put something on them to complete them but here comes pop tarts and they've got the filling inside already they're toaster pastries they're hot delicious toaster pastries how do you not love pop tarts then one day i go to the store and Kellogg's has discontinued cherry pop tarts what the f- what kind of decision is this what kind of marketing decision is this we're going to stop making cherry pop tarts what the f- so i had to find a replacement but i did I found a replacement. I replaced the cherry pop tarts with strawberry pop tarts, which they're not quite as good as the cherry pop tarts. They're not quite as good, but they're good. Like if the cherry pop tarts are perfect, then the strawberry pop tarts are like almost perfect. So, you know, I I naturally I developed an addiction. to the strawberry pop tarts in the same way that I was addicted to the cherry pop tarts not not quite as strong but you know I developed a, an addiction and you know my wife for whatever reason my wife didn't appreciate the fact that her you know 50 year old husband was addicted to strawberry pop tarts so I stopped eating them I stopped eating them just completely. I just I have not had a pop tart in 3 years. I I used to have to hide the pop tarts and this is true. I used to have I'd buy a box of pop tarts and I'd have to find some place to hide the pop tarts because my wife would go off on me about having these pop tarts. She'd roll her eyes. you know she she'd get angry at these pop tarts so finally i decided you know what Trevor it's either the pop tarts or matrimony you know marriage it's either the pop tarts or your wife so i gave up the pop tarts and i find that strange you know you love something and then you give it up and, and another thing i used to love my gosh almost as much as pop tarts I used to love Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies. Jeez, man, these cookies. Listen, I'd buy a bite, buy a bag of the, the the Chips Ahoy and I'd eat a dozen of them with like a tall cold glass of milk and there was nothing better. I well, I, you know, that's not true. You know, a, a couple of toasted Pop-Tarts was better but the, the 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 chips ahoy chocolate chips were almost as good and then one day i just stopped eating them and i you know same 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 with the pop tarts i haven't had a single chips ahoy cookie for 3 years and you know it's for the same reason my wife 
just she was a cookie hater just she she hated on me and hated on the cookies hated on the pop tarts so i gave them up you know those things were such a huge part of my life and i gave them up for the betterment of my marriage and i can't really say that my marriage improved any all i know is i don't eat chocolate chip cookies or pop tarts anymore it's really pretty heartbreaking i mean to tell the truth you know the things you do for your marriage the thing the things you give up or pretend you know like i you know i i i i remember a time when i used to really like uh funny things or or singing out loud you know when i first met my wife i used to sing thinking she would think i was free spirited and romanticalistic so i used to sing around her out loud and i don't sing anymore either you know today though i was singing she went shopping and i decided to vacuum the house and i you know i was singing while i was vacuuming and and my voice sounded pretty good you know so i'm singing and then through association while singing i start thinking about pop tarts waffles and chocolate chip cookies you know that's how the brain works it 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 associates things together you know what i mean this is this is the magic of having a brain like the, you know nothing in your brain exists autonomously you know your brain associates things for example when i smoke a cigarette i immediately think about pornography for some reason for me in my mind there's some bizarre connection between smoking cigarettes and pornography which is a really good reason to quit either or both because they say neither neither pornography nor cigarettes are particularly good for you but then again good is relative right like some people's like some people like you know turnips some people might you know some some people might say hey turnips are good but you know me i don't think turnips are very good you know what i mean the word the, the good is relative somebody else might say hey you know cigarettes and pornography are good and who am i to debate the next person's definition of what is good or bad this is partially what's wrong with the world is the fact that you know nobody can 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 succinctly define exactly what is good or bad everybody's got their own idea of what is good or bad but i think it would be a better world if if there was a list somewhere of all the good stuff and a list of all the bad stuffs or or maybe if you know somebody could you know maybe the maybe, maybe it changes maybe it changes maybe 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 the definition of what's good and what's bad changes over time so so maybe there should you know in the government or something maybe there should be an office of good and bad and then every time you know the definition of these things change you know somebody sends you like a letter somebody sends you a letter with the, the you know the new good stuff and the new bad stuff so we could keep up with it you know cuz it's it's relative and it changes all the time and it seems important it seems like something important you know it seems like there'd be 
seems like somebody should have decided to create an office of good and bad. Um, but you know, I don't know what, what you, maybe, maybe it does exist already. And I just don't know about it. Like maybe somebody should send me an application in order to join the organization that decides the difference between the good stuff and the bad stuff. This is, you know, this is important. I don't, but I, but what I don't think though is I don't think there needs to be an office of mediocre stuff. I don't think there needs to be a, an office of mediocrity. I don't think that that's really necessary, but (laughs) I don't think there needs to be an office of mediocrity, but I do think there needs to be an office of good or bad. I definitely think there needs to be an office of tweezering. I definitely think there needs to be, you know, some official capitulation of how, when, where, and why a person should engage in tweezing, tweezering, like the the tweezer committee should 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 figure out you know, a list of policies and procedures on, you know, the correct posture for tweezing, tweezering, you know. So tomorrow, um, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to go to the gym tomorrow. I didn't go to the gym today. I told you because I was having those flaming hot pistachios of pain pelting my neck and my shoulders and you know I took a naproxen I took a naproxen naproxen it's an anti-inflammatory I took an anti-inflammatory tonight in the hope that tomorrow morning when I wake up um you know the pain is gone you know a lot of people don't know this but Turmeric is an is a natural anti-inflammatory. So what I've been doing the last few months is I've been taking a turmeric every day. I wake up and I take a turmeric and you know I haven't had the pain, but I ran out of turmeric pills maybe two or three days ago. So maybe that's you know, maybe that's the reason for the pain, you know. I don't, I I didn't get my dose of turmeric the last two or three days, so, you know, I, you know, I'm inflamed, my, my, my shoulder and my neck bones, or I guess, I guess bones cannot be inflamed, can they? Can bones inflame? What inflames exactly? Is it the muscles that inflame, or the nerves, or is it the bones, or is it all of it? Maybe it, maybe all of it inflames. Anyway, I, you know, I haven't taken a turmeric lately, so maybe, maybe that's what it is. So I had to resort tonight to take, to take naproxen in the hopes that, you know, the inflammation goes down by tomorrow morning so that I can go to the gym and, uh, you know, get my little, uh, get my little exercise on but the thing about farming you know is you know you can like I mentioned earlier you can grow your own vegetables and it's only recently like in my adult life that I decided to go ahead and eat vegetables I guess I guess at some point I switched over from cherry pop tarts, chocolate chip cookies, and alphabets to tomatoes and uh, asparagus and eggplant, none of which I really actually like, tomatoes in particular, like I, I, 
you know, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say I hate tomatoes. You know, because if you say you hate tomatoes, it's kind of similar to hating animals. You're like, you know, you tell a person you hate tomatoes and they wrinkle up their eyebrows and, you know, they want to call security on you like you're some kind of criminal because you don't like tomatoes. But tomato skin is just disgusting. I mean, can we agree to that? Tomato skin you know, it's actually a lot like human skin. And then you bite into a tomato, right? And like all this like red blood, like this tomato blood comes exploding out all over the place. And it's, you know, it's, 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 it's like kind of room temperature right it's kind of room temperature the tomato blood and that's disgusting that's just appalling that tomato that that room temperature tomato blood that comes splurting out when you when you bite into a tomato i just have never really liked tomatoes but you know what i do like i like tomato sauce how is that? How is that? How is it that I don't like tomatoes, but I like tomato sauce? Which, of course, brings us right to mustard, right? That brings us directly to mustard, right? Is there a mustard vegetable? Okay. Is there some kind of mustard ball or or um, a... Uh, a water mustard? Like, wh- where does mustard come from? Where on earth does mustard come from? And there's so many different kinds of mustard, right? Goldens, Dijon, yellow. I cannot stand yellow mustard. You know what else I hate? Mayonnaise. My God, mayonnaise is heinous. Mayonnaise is heinous. Can we agree with that? I know people who eat mayonnaise sandwiches. They'll get a slice of bread and you know what? They won't even toast it. They won't even toast the bread. They'll just get a plain room temperature slice of white bread and slap disgusting mayonnaise on it it's just gross mayonnaise smells really really bad and as far as i'm concerned mayonnaise smells moist and wet you know what i mean you ever like wash your clothes right and 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 they don't dry completely but you put the wet clothes on you know that smell that wet clothes has when it touches your skin it smells kind of green you know what i mean wet clothes smells green to me mayonnaise smells the same way it's just repulsive it's repulsive mayonnaise i can't stand it mustard on the other hand is fabulous mustard is fantastic you can you know it's a great combination you're not going to believe this you're not going to believe this you know it's a great combination mustard and pineapple together is fantastic i'm telling you right now I'm telling you right now, mustard and pineapple together is fantastic. My wife brought home a pineapple tonight. When you come home and you see a pineapple on the counter, you know, it seems festive. Am I right? Am I right? You see a pineapple in your house and for whatever reason you make it you make some kind of association between that pineapple 
and a party. So my wife comes home with this pineapple tonight. And I'm immediately thinking, are we having a party? Like, is somebody coming over? Are we having like a, you know, a luau, some kind of Hawaiian luau? We got this pineapple, you know, and you see, but she didn't even, you know, the thing is she didn't even bring it into the kitchen. It's still sitting by the front door. She brought all the other groceries into the kitchen but not the pineapple, which I find disturbing, you know, because there's a pineapple at the front door and, you know, the pineapple sort of takes on a bit of a personality after, you know, after looking at the pineapple five or six times, the pineapple kind of becomes, you know, alive you know what I'm saying? The pineapple seems to be talking or thinking like kind of like, hey, you guys having a party tonight? Why don't you bring me into the kitchen? What am I doing here at the front door? Why doesn't somebody pick me up? Bring me into the kitchen with the tomatoes and the mustard. What do I know? Can you grow pineapples on a farm? Like, is there a pineapple farm somewhere? How do pineapples grow? Oh my God. Do pineapples grow on trees or in the ground? Like, has anybody ever seen a pineapple tree? Like... Oh my God, where do pineapples come from? Do they come from the ocean? Like, is there a, is there a pineapple fishing boat that scoops up the pineapples from the bottom of the ocean? Where on earth do pineapples come from? I have never, ever, ever seen a pineapple tree. I don't know. Do, 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 do they grow from trees, pineapples? Or, or is the pineapple a tree in and of itself? Because think about it. It's got like a little tree kind of growing out the top of it, right? So it is the pineapple a tree already? tired, really tired, it's late, you know, I can only do these things late at night, you know, I think I might have tried to do one of these things during the day once, but the sunshine made me feel like I should be more active, you know what I mean, you, you can't, you can't sit around talking about pineapples, tomatoes, and tweezers during the day. There's other things to do, right? Like, uh, you, you got to go to the cleaners, or maybe you got to go, I don't know, check the tires on your car, or, uh, you know, get a haircut. I went to, uh, you know, for whatever reason, Dominicans are famous for doing hair, I, you know, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. My friend Fred, every time he wants a haircut, he's looking for a Dominican barbershop. I, you know, I, I don't know. Dominicans are the best hair doers, I suppose. I, I had no idea. So, you know, on account of Fred, always in search of a Dominican barbershop, you know, I decided, well, you know, I, I, I want to do something with my hair. I got to go to a Dominican. So I, I went searching for a Dominican place today. And, you know, the very first place I go in, I, I, I go in and I, you know, I knock on the door. I go inside. I didn't have to knock on the door. I go inside and, hey, do you guys do twists or braids or anything? And the Dominican woman is like, no, no, we don't do any of that. 
so I, you know I, I'm like well you're Dominican right you 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 are Dominican and she says si si soy Dominicana and I'm like okay so you know maybe maybe you didn't understand do you guys do hair twists or braids or cornrows or something and she says no no puedo and I left you know and I gave up I left I went to Walmart after that bought some kombucha you know forget about the hair thing you know I'll, I, I'll just go get some kombucha so I'm in line you know with my three kombucha you know is is what is the plural for kombucha is it kombuchas do i say i had three kombuchas kombucho kombucheros i don't know anyway i asked the cashier at walmart if she knew somebody who could do, who could do my hair and she looks up at my hair and she says why what do you want to why do you want to change your hair which i found strange i found that to be a bit personal right isn't that a little personal well you know i don't isn't that a little personal what you're asking why i want to change my hair a lot of thought went into it and i you know but i just i told her because it's ugly my hair is ugly and she says to me 8:59 and i said 8:59 and she said yeah that's you know 8:59 that's the total for your kombuchas she didn't say one word about my comment about my hair being ugly i you know it, it wasn't as I, i wasn't expecting her to say oh no it looks great i i just I was expecting something. I was expecting something. But she she just, you know, I said, "Well, my hair is ugly. That's why I want to change it." And her response to that was just 8:59. Which really hurt me and, you know, I thought about it for a few hours after that, but then I decided to come home and watch Cobra Kai with my wife. watch Cobra Kai on Netflix with my wife and uh, that's what we did that's what we did I think I'm gonna go to sleep it's nothing specific it's Trevor David Houchin Trevor David Houchin